0: Welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll.
1: Hello, Katie Stoll. I'm Cody Johnston on the first and only news podcast as well.
0: We are really experimenting with cadence and tone. I don't know
1: what you're talking about. All
0: right. Uh, Joining us today is our friend, Our Some More News director, he's so much more than that, though. (coughs) He's William Gord. Editor, writer of many episodes that you probably have enjoyed. Do I have
2: to experiment with Cadence as well?
0: Yes. If you want to. Oh, boy. I think I'm going to stop. This is the thing. You start off like that with a a really strong um, choice, and you risk repelling people. We're not going to do it the whole show. Relax. We That's stopped, good. I think.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: <laughs> today today is the holidays. We've got holidays. <laughs> today is the sure holidays. Do. Today's is the holidays. Happy holidays. Is bifocals at the Monitor Liberation Day. What is this What the this fuck one? are you talking the about? The fuck is this, Jonathan?
2: <laughs> Wait,
3: what? It's bifocals at the Monitor Liberation Day.
0: So, no more <laughs> bifocals, bifocals, exclamation point.
3: At the Monitor. It should be called Go Get an Eye Exam Day, but oh. the, the optometrists are cute.
0: Yeah, these optometrists, optometrists do not understand uh, concise titles. Wait,
2: well, they're not English majors. I mean, they needed someone in the marketing department to yeah. work on that for sure. They need to just say what they mean, like Get an eye, eye Exam Day. Oh I don't day. actually. I'm not actually sure that's what bifocals at the monitor that mean. To me, that means like wear your glasses when you're using your computer day.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I thought it was. Like, why? No, that's to so me, it's, you're
0: forgetting the liberation. Bifocals at no, the monitor. Right. Liberation mm. means fuck these bifocals. Oh, just stare at the screen.
2: This is like uh, liberation. So, like, don't wear your bifocals. Like, be free of your bifocals. Mm-hmm. I'm very confused. Oh, be free
0: of your bifocals just and unclear. get an eye exam. Again, and. Yeah, no, this is very unclear. You know what? It, it's as unclear as if I wasn't wearing my glasses.
2: There is a national eye exam month, which is August. Maybe this is a like a maybe this is a marketing campaign for LASIK. Like, get rid of your glasses mm-hmm. and get your LASIK surgery. Maybe because so can... it does
0: say "free yourself from blurry images." Hmm. Anyway, December second is National Mutt Day. Now that's pretty straightforward. I just need to acknowledge that there are a lot of dog holidays dog a days like it does feel that there's this national puppy day national dog day national mutt day national canine companion day i don't know that's got to be a day right
2: i'm okay with that like i think every day could be some sort of dog a day
0: honestly i think that i've made i've died on this hill before
1: You think dogs don't deserve a day or they only deserve one day?
0: I think that dogs get every day's a dog day. If you've got a dog.
3: Well, that's true. But is it dying on the hill if like none of us disagree with you?
0: (laughs) You all disagree with me. I'm saying that there's too many dog holidays.
2: So you think you think the dog day should be over, is what you're saying?
0: A little bit. (laughs) Don't you dare (laughs) well? A little bit. Don't you
2: dare?
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, what so I guess my question, I need to ask you what what, how many days do dogs deserve per year?
0: I mean, like I said, every day is a dog day. If you're a pet owner, I love dogs, but from the perspective, okay, what is the goal of all these holidays?
1: Awareness and celebration.
0: It's a social media stuff, right? So oftentimes you get on your Instagram feed, it's national puppy day, post a picture of your pup and you do it. And then a month later and it's, National Dog Day. If you love your dog, you'll post a picture. And I'm like, I just posted one. I feel like I've... And then a few weeks later, it's like, oh, is your dog a terrier? Well, if you love terriers... So, you know what I mean? It's, it's from my perspective, which one am I supposed to celebrate, boys?
2: Whichever ones you want to celebrate. I think Katie's convinced me. I do... um, (laughs) (laughs) I've changed my mind, actually. Um, I mean, I do enjoy mutt day I think that's valuable because mutts are the best mm-hmm. um, in my in my opinion
0: a good distinction here because this is celebrating you know a mixed breed dog just a dog there's so many dogs that you need homes and loved and and it's better to get a dog like that for sure well I'm moralizing here but I agree Anyway, we've done a lot of talking. I will celebrate talking. every
1: single one of these days in spite of this negativity about dogs. It just sounds like you don't like dogs.
2: Cody dying on the hill of celebrating yeah. all dog holidays. Cody, that's right. I, There's a strong split now in the Some More News I uh, community.
0: feel so attacked. I just mm. paraded my little dog and his little dog jacket <laughs> I know, for he's you. really cute today. All bundled up like a sleeping bag. Cause it's cold out, and you have the audacity.
1: I'm sorry, the audacity. First the of pa- all,
0: but <laughs> also, and I briefly talked about having a podcast, but you That's know, true. then we did this instead. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's much healthier thing. I am just being contrarian and difficult. I support too. all opinions. All opinions matter. <laughs> but I'm sure that will come back to bite me in the ass Woo! today in this specific episode about what we're going to talk about. Oh. Uh, yeah, let's no.
3: talk about some awful opinions. <laughs>
0: Before we do that, though, let's. Well, how are you doing?
2: Oh, oh, I haven't been asked that question in a while. I'm doing really well. I just had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday in Northern California, and uh, I'm looking forward to a little bit more relaxed of a schedule coming up in december second half of december so oh, no. i'm doing great I, I like the weather it's things are good
0: it's raining there yet
2: it wants to
0: it wants mm-hmm. to oh i it love wants that to, phase. exactly
2: it's like it's ready it's poised
1: yeah it could happen any moment i'm hoping it best. happens very soon decorating the tree tonight
0: oh I want nice some, and cozy it's
1: maximum cozy exactly
0: it mm-hmm. is pouring at my place now Um, But I slept through the wants to rain stage and just woke up to everything drenched and like I didn't bring my I didn't quite finish weatherproofing things outside. (laughs) So unfortunately, I I, at some point today, I need to just go out in the pouring rain and bring these wicker chairs inside. And I haven't yet.
1: (laughs) Do you want to
2: pause and do that now?
0: (laughs) Pause and go do that. (laughs) Right.
2: Let's take a quick break so Katie can uh, bring in everything that's about to get drenched. (laughs) Hey, you with the face! Do you have
1: trouble eating right? Perhaps you're some kind of blue-furred freak monster who eats nothing but cookies and now your teeth are falling out. Or maybe you're a giant bird forced to find pounds of worms to sustain yourself. Pretty disgusting stuff. But you should try AG1 by Athletic Greens. They are the category-leading superfood product designed to take all the vitamins you need and stick them all into a single drink. We don't always have time to eat right if we're busy singing songs about letters and shapes, or wandering the same street for decades like some kind of haunting phantom. AG1 takes care of that for you. Just one tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients. It's vegan, keto, paleo, and only has a single gram of sugar. That means anyone can eat it. Even if your organs are of questionable design and quality because you exist as an abomination between animal and pillow, every breath you take is a sin. Anyway, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com morenews more news today. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com morenews more news to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. AG one, ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. AG two, uh, 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 it's just, there's just one. It's just AG one.
0: And we are back to talk about the news. So much of it. Ooh. So much fun news. Uh, we had last week off for the holiday. So, you know, there were some things we missed, but unfortunately they are still in the news cycle. So we mm-hmm. are going to start off by talking about the club Q shooting and the different reactions to it. Well, you pitched this as an idea that you wanted to yes, talk about. this is your
2: fault that we're talking about this. Uh, I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I, I mean, the reaction to the Club Q shooting from the right wing has been infuriating for so many reasons. One, just the inhumanity of it all, but also just how stupid the arguments are. So, I mean, I think the main person that I was looking at was Tim Poole's whole reaction. He had a bunch of tweets. Basically, one of them was saying that Club Q had a grooming event, you know, the next day or something. The implication of all these tweets is sort of like, I mean, they're grooming our children. They're pedophiles. So what do you... Ex- and we can't fix it with legislation is what he says. So what? it's mm. sort of like, what do you expect to happen? Right. But of course, they didn't... I mean did they have a grooming event? They had a drag story hour thing planned. And the idea, the argument that just because a man is dressed as a woman reading the children, that that somehow makes it sexual or that it's grooming children is just so, it's just such bullshit and such bad faith.
0: And he knows that it is. He yeah, absolutely he knows. knows how it is. What Did you guys see, I tried to find it this morning again. Twitter's a mess, guys. But mm. uh, some response, I'm sure you saw, his sister
2: responding
0: yeah. to him saying like, what are you doing? This isn't how we were raised. And it is just very disgust. disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting to watch. It's disgusting to see the blatant grift of what he's doing. And that not blatant suggestion that violence is acceptable, you know, using kids. Also, we're going to be all over the place today talking about things, but just him talking about groomers and whatnot. And then a couple of weeks later, he's got Milo on his show, somebody who actually, you know, has a history of Kids in adult exploitation sexual you know, I, I I just feel very frustrated, yeah, it's very frustrating
1: because you like you're saying he's he knows and he's doing it. Um it's it's the uh, and we'll get into this I'm sure a little later with like the Kanye stuff and everything going on, like you're saying with Milo, where it's like saying the quiet part, it's not saying the quiet part loud. It's saying the quiet part loud enough, yeah, and then when somebody says it, very loudly he's like whoa wait whoa where did this come from and it's just sort of like leading people to the edge and then once they go off the edge being like surprised and like oh you know what what, what is this happening and um yeah it's really gross and just the framing of it as though like they asked for it, right? It's like a look what you made me do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really yeah. really uh upsetting and dangerous and um it's you know, it'll probably
2: happen again. Yeah. And there's there's all sorts of hidden implications in their argument that they don't say either. So, for example, there's an implication that the very just because someone is gay being around children that that automatically makes them a groomer they're sort of redefining the word because groomer typically means that you're you know uh preparing a child to be accepting of like sexual contact right but they're sort of doing a twist and sort of saying they're grooming children to be o- to think it's okay to be gay or right. trans and it's like but the implication is, and that's bad. And mm-hmm. it's like, but no, if, if if I would agree, actually, that going to drag time story hour or drag story hour, it is, you know, teach children that it is okay to be gay. And the thing is, that's good, though. So yeah. they don't have an argument for why it's bad to be, you know, exposed to the idea that it's okay to be gay or trans. So it's sort of a begging the question argument, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's also not like exclusively like a gay thing. Like there's straight men who
1: do drag. It's not like, it's just like muddying so many aspects of it to just be this thing that it's not.
0: Well, right. And we've talked about this in meetings. So I'm repeating myself to you guys, but there is a long history of drag as entertainment and it never has been seen as something that is problematic. Until now, this is because it's being, you know, used as a cudgel, like as a political tactic, whatever. It's it's now all of a sudden becoming sexualized and associated with with this because they need more things to go after. They need aspects of the LGBT community to attack. And Jonathan, you included this in our notes, this Matt Walsh, you know, Saying that this is the left is going to use the attack as blackmail, you know, to well, they're the victims, and make it say. to make it, you know, now that so we'll have to accept the abuse of children. It's so disgusting with the 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 hoops that they can jump through to uh, justify and use this to not allow people to reflect, but to be further incited into fear. This you know what I mean? A tragedy could be a moment for people to stop and step back and say, wow, words have a meaning. Nope, that's not what's going to happen.
2: Right. And it's also interesting because they, they equate like drag, man dresses woman equals sexualization. Right. But, but there's no reason that that e- equivalency needs to be drawn. There's nothing inherently sexual, quote unquote, about a man dressed up as a woman. Like, you can have, there. sure, there are adult-themed drag shows, of course, but there are adult-themed cis, straight, heteronormative shows, too. So there's nothing innately sexual, but they are counting on that slip to just assert that it's sexual in nature. And so if you accept that drag is sexual by definition, then a kid listening to a story read by someone dressed in drag is sexualization and that's grooming and they're pedophiles and all these downstream arguments that are all based on BS at the front end of their premises. Yeah. It's this sort of uh we've talked about this before too. Like it's like, if you're watching
1: to them, if you're watching like Snow White and the Prince kisses Snow White, she wakes up. That's like wholesome, normal stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but if, uh the prince kissed a man who was asleep that's like hypersexualization and like doing this thing that you're, t- you're talking about um it's just the presence and existence of of like sexuality that equals sexualization which aren't it's not the same thing and
3: it's not just a it's not just a story that's showing like a reflection of life it's shoving something down their throats right that's right, the phrase we've yeah. heard for decades now like just the depiction of life is like shoving something down mm-hmm. their throat that they need to be. They need their safe spaces, really. Yeah,
1: it really. It's a, it's a, the um the buzz the Lightyear movie where uh mm-hmm. like it was framed as like it's part of the plot and they're like forcing this down kids' throats and stuff and they're like they're trying they got this agenda. It's literally three seconds in the background, kind of. of yeah. The-
3: so that it could be <laughs> cut out in China,
1: exactly. Know? And so it's yeah, it's just very um. It's disingenuous partly, but also I think it just speaks to kind of their fucked up minds and like how they view stuff.
0: Yeah.
3: But it's not good. One thing about Poole, and this might switch us to something else, but like it's all like he's got this troll mentality where it's all a big joke to him. Mm-hmm. Like with him and the Kanye stuff today, like right before Kanye went on Alex Jones and said he liked Hitler and that the Holocaust didn't happen or whatever. Not whatever. That's what happened. Right. He tweeted, "I think Yay could actually win the presidency." And then a few hours later, was like, "Well, shit." With the quote, and then he tweeted, "I'ma let y'all finish." But holy fuck, was I wrong? I tweeted this before he did that interview, and well, fuck me, I was very wrong. And by him using the "I'ma let y'all finish" from the when he You're right. the, when he took the microphone out of Taylor Swift's hands, like. I'm, I'm gonna leave it up because i have to own that l like he's mm-hmm. it, it's this is <laughs> this shit's not a joke yeah no it's like, a, i know it's we're a joke. gonna joke about it and make fun of it but like he's screwed up here yes. and it's- extremely
0: serious and also tim pool knows exactly who kanye who yay is and what he's about right now he just we're gonna talk about all of that what do you mean what the fuck dude it's not that much different from the shit he was saying a few days ago a few weeks ago, you on, your show. No, on it's absurd. your show, on your show. And it's knows... obvious he's so fucking full of shit.
1: Well, he knows who Nick Fuentes is and what he believes. And so why else would Kanye have this guy hanging out with him? Why else would we have Milo, a uh, liar who believes in literally nothing, uh, be doing this stuff with him? Uh, so the idea that this morning saying like, oh, yeah, I could win the presidency was a fine statement to make. And this is the one interview that was like, oh, it's it's what I was talking about earlier, where it's like mm-hmm. going uh, up to the edge and then, he, oh, he said he liked Hitler. That's so surprising to me when it, the idea that that's surprising is absurd.
2: Uh, it's just yeah, like this right. mix
1: of like liars and
2: dopes. Yeah, the, uh, the aspect, what you said, Jonathan, about hi- him just making a big joke out of it when none of this is a joke is... Is exactly right. I mean, he's just making a big joke out of it, and it's clearly just for financial gain, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, what else is it? Yeah, he needs to keep the compound going, right? Yeah, for him, it's purely
3: financial gain. There there are other people you can very much argue, like, oh no, they're just like a Nazi, but like... Mm -hmm he's in this weird position where someone has finally said something on his show. And then afterwards where he's like, Oh, this might cross the line for
2: me, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah. Damage control for damage that you've been slowly doing.
2: um, Yeah. But it's like, it's not, it's not like no one has seen the stuff that, that yay has been saying for the last few weeks. Like you said, Tim pool knows exactly who Milo is. Tim pool knows exactly who Nick Fuentes is. And by bringing those people on, you're making like the idea of talking about essentially you're making the Jewish question a legitimate debate. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, because That's even in doing. that Tim's conversation with Kanye and, you know, Tim's doing his best to not say, you know, Jews, he's trying to talk around and he's like, I'm not going to say that. And then even there, right there, another person on the show, I don't whoever the other that guy is he's like why not why not just say it Mm. and it's not just that kanye was there saying it there's other people there so they're almost like frothing at the mouth wanting the conversation to go there you know what i mean and it is normalizing it there's like what and there's there's people at home that have these ugly thoughts watching this and they're like yeah say it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah they love it and there's no like there's no reason there was no reason for him to have Kanye and Milo and Nick Fuentes on his show, other than for this sort of exploitative. So who's that blonde reason guy in there? I don't know. Probably uh, one of his producers or like it, Yeah, one of those oh, producers. Do you have long hair.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think
1: one of his producers, hosts. Do we want to talk about the non-binary aspect of quote unquote oh, aspect? Right. Because that is something that I've seen from like a lot of the the Matt Walsh's and like the Carrie Lakes or like all the freaks who are now showing up in my timeline on Twitter because they changed it and made it worse, which we'll talk about (laughs) later. I'm not talking the latest tweets. I want top tweets from people I follow. It's absurd. Anyway, we're get we'll get to that. like the angriest I am today. Um, <laughs> uh, but I've seen a lot from be like, oh, remember when the club shooter uh, came out as non-binary and then the story disappeared? Um, no, it didn't disappear. Um, that's, they, say, they do this all the time where they're like, and it disappeared. And you can find like nine articles that day about the topic that they're saying. The media forgot about it. Um, but also, and uh, it's one of those like, <laughs> his lawyer said it that's Mm it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Listen to everything that anyone who knows the shooter said about them or what his
2: father father
1: said and the grandfather like every single person in this person's life. Um, But then the lawyer's like, oh, non-binary. It's like, it's this sort of obvious like troll thing that's going on, uh, which is like doubly frustrating. Or they are non-binary. It doesn't matter because it's still related to all the rhetoric at this because on. someone
0: is non-binary does not mean that they don't carry some sort of you know anger or something it doesn't mean anything. Yeah it's still the this, this hatred is still a byproduct of the rhetoric.
1: And if they're buying into this this narrative that like oh there's like grooming and this and this and this and this doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, also, I, rege- I doubt. I also reject the premise. But
3: um, yeah. But but still, it's like, right? They don't think it's. They think it's the like having a friend who's a person of color. They don't mm-hmm. think it can be a hate crime if that person is part of the group. The way they say, like, oh well, his last name is Fuentes, so he can't possibly exactly. be a white supremacist. Like, or, oh I, no! Don't it's... you understand that that's incorrect?
1: Yeah, it's like, and it's not even, it's not like historically accurate. It's not like, there's no reality where like that argument really stands. Um, It's the same thing when like, you know, when Candace Owens says something about how like Hitler was fine. It was the fact that he wanted to make other nations great too. If he kept it into Germany, it'd be fine. Like, whatever, years ago. But the defense is like, well, she's black. She can't like believe in this kind of stuff. Where where are we talking about today? Who are we talking about right now? Like, it doesn't have to have this sort of like separation and and like internal consistency or logic to it because it's not a logical ideology to begin with.
2: So yeah, the whole thing is very frustrating. I would be highly skeptical, first of all, of the claim that the shooter is non-binary. I think it's likely a trolling move. We shall see. But as you said wouldn't necess would not negate any hatred this individual may have had towards that community and it doesn't make what the tucker carlsons and tim Poole's of the world have been saying not less dangerous for it in any right. way shape or form um one other last thing about the the impl- some of the implications that they're making with their rhetoric that they don't say outright is there, With the grooming stuff and Tim Poole, there was uh, some tweet that someone posted saying, like, this is also ignoring the victims of pedophilia that are, you know, LGBTQ. And his response was to say something along the lines of, see, they're admitting it. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. implication of that is gay people, trans people are created through acts of, you know, um, sexual right. violence as children. That's the Im- only implication that you can make. He doesn't say that, but- But that's what,
1: that, clearly what he's, what lying, he's lying, which is also
2: not what the person was pointing right. out. And is also
1: not true. That right. It's not- Right, it's not true. And yeah, exactly. And just conf- like, yeah, like conflating like this, uh, what they're framing is grooming with like the actual act and exploitation of children and like a lot of these you know grooming scenarios are like people that you know in your life there's one story recently about a fucking cop uh, grooming uh some young girl and killing her family like yeah it's not
0: that's what's so frustrating i mean there's lots of things that are so frustrating (laughs) extremely frustrating and upsetting horrifying but one of them is that there are people that going through grooming experiences this is a thing that happens just not what they say is happening. It's it's a very different thing and it's important. (laughs) And right, exactly. And this takes up all the oxygen in the air and those people keep doing it. That is not a focus.
3: Well yeah, they don't care about the the cop who went from Virginia to California to kill members of the family of the girl he was grooming and catfishing. Like that's not that's not what the groomer discourse is about to them. It's irrelevant to them uh it's about targeting lgbtq people yes period yeah that's
1: all that's all it's about for them and some people are finally comfortable saying it out loud which i guess is technically good because then it's out in the open and people can really see
2: what they're doing well they also gaslight you too because if you say hey you're equating lgbtq people to groomers it's like we never said there are plenty of gay people that are against grooming. You're but it's like so just by pointing out that they're creating this equivalency, they they like plead ignorance and it's all just bad faith gaslighting or they're making an assumption that they're not stating about the right. nature of gay people and how they should or should not be allowed to relate to children. Yeah sucks
0: <laughs> it does suck
2: i mean you know yeah like
1: it's they don't care they're they want this stuff to happen there's a reason that after this happened tucker Carlson, carl carlson uh did an entire segment about gender affirming care like that is he
2: knows what he's doing he's always done what he's doing well he has uh, you know tucker carlson has chris rufo on his program saying things like people need to arm themselves Mm -hmm. with their research about this stuff and then tucker in that same segment like repeats it as if like hey in case you didn't hear like him saying arm yourself uh let me just reiterate that point oh
1: yeah the uh i I think the exact it was like right after it it was the exact exchange was like chris rufo was like yeah you need to arm yourself with the research and information and then tucker was like well certainly need to arm ourselves that like he just said it and then this, and then it's, yeah. Well,
0: it's like, yeah. Talking about this is all sexual, sexual mutilation and double mastectomies on little children for no medical reason. And um, it's pointing this out, an attack on gay people. Of course, it's not an attack on gay people. It's nothing to do with gay people. It has to do with sexually mutilating ch- children, which is wrong, period. And so this is just the, the hoops to jump through the justification to say like, no, we're not about gay people. We love gay people.
1: Mm. But also there are other segments that where they he doesn't. He, right. You know, oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: I'm not saying he right. said I love gay people. Oh, no, but... I know.
1: That's what they're trying to frame it as when but they talk about I mean. it like that. He, and then, but then if you look at the other things he's done, he talks about like, even when he's talking about like whenever he talks about Pete Buttigieg, he's fucking yeah. asshole. <laughs> shit. Like it's, yeah. Sorry, Will. You were...
2: Oh, I was just saying a, a lot of these people that are t- obsessed with this issue of grooming, I've noticed one thing that they've been doing. Which is when they talk about this community, they just they leave out the T and the Q. They say LGB people, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. they're they're that's what Tucker's doing there. He's he's defending gay people, but then when you're talking about a gender affirming surgery like a a mastectomy for a, a you know a trans uh, man, that's mutilating children. Like that language is so. Hard, it's meant to do what it's meant to do, but there is a distinct effort that it's almost like, okay, we sort of mostly lost the battle on gay mm-hmm. people. We still want them to do it in the privacy of their homes. But if we can create a rift with, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with the T LGB between and the T, mm-hmm. that's part of the new strategy.
0: Yep. Okay. We need to take a quick break just a quick thank one. goodness but then we'll be back for even more news thank goodness thank goodness we love small businesses in fact i have a side hustle where i find celebrities addresses and then mail them polaroid pictures of their own car i haven't figured out how to make money on it yet but it's a legal business registered with the irs i have an ein number and everything and of course for your small or large or medium business you should check out stamps.com. For more than 20 years, stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. All you need is a computer and a printer, and your business can mail any package anywhere at any time. Plus, you get great discounts on UPS and USPS rates. They even have a package pickup that you can easily schedule through your stamps.com dashboard. Everyone is talking about Katie's car pick biz. Mostly the federal authorities, but still there is buzz, significant buzz, and things will only get busier for me during the holidays. And that's why stamps.com is so important. They will help you save time and money, no matter if you're a small company or a big warehouse sending out paychecks. So this holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights, and get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code More News for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments, no contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter a code More News. And we are back as promised for even more news. How about that? How it? about
2: that? How about Still, it? the
0: promise. Okay, there's lots of other stuff to, to get to, but we're not quite done exploring this, because real quick, we're going to have to touch on the Fuentes-Trump-Milo <laughs> dinner. Jonathan, you want to set us up for that? Uh,
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think we need much of a recap. I'm no, just surprised <laughs> that this story has gone on for two weeks, because uh, it was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving that Donald yeah. Trump had dinner at Mar-a-Lago with... Kanye West and Nick Fuentes and was Milo there as well? I believe Milo is there. As he well, like showed up, yeah. but uh, the media made a really big deal about this. Like, Oh, Trump's associating himself with white supremacists, which he has openly been doing for seven yeah, years. Right. they, they decided suddenly that this is bad. And my theory is because this is re- like other Republicans are seeing that this might be their chance to like get rid mm-hmm. of
1: Trump. They're and always Trump looking for that chance.
3: Yeah. Right. And so they're like, now we're going to pretend to care about who he's hanging out with. And, you know, Pence is going to have a statement and McConnell's going to have a statement. And it's just very unfortunate that these, like, group of guys is just like, na- they're like household names now. Like, Nick Fuentes should not be a household name.
1: Yeah. Right? That's the thing. It's not like, I don't, they're not particularly like interesting or charismatic. And also the Nazi thing obviously but like it's such a it's so surreal like even the the photo of like after the tim pool appearance of like yay and nick fuentes it like it's like some like it looked like a mall food court or something just like miserable people and uh i you know i think we all thought we were kind of done with like milo after his yeah. comments and then he like pretended to be uh straight now and like uh catholic i guess ex-gay ex-gay yeah um yeah and then yeah like nick fuentes is like just show like a single clip of him it's 30 30 seconds of this little nazi twerp being a little nazi twerp why do we have to talk about him or listen to him
0: pretty pathetic yeah i thought i thought he was gone and i think he probably still is but this does feel all of this has felt a little bit like stuff crawling out of the sewer (laughs)
2: It, yeah, uh, I think it's uh, it's interesting. One of the most interesting things about this was I think Ben Shapiro's response to all this because he's gotten into this little mini feud with Ye. and it's it's just so it, it's so funny to that Ben would be like think that this is incredulous because I think in so many ways he's helped foster you know this type of ideology, but I also think it's interesting that he would come at Yay for being anti-Semitic and meeting with Nick Fuentes and all this, but not say a single thing about Trump literally doing the exact Mm -hmm. same thing. So I think what you're saying, Jonathan, about some conservatives thinking maybe they have a window to get rid of Trump, there's still clearly at least a lot of fear on the pundit class because they know where their bread is buttered when it comes to their audience, that they're Trump supporters. So he can't say anything about Trump doing it. Yeah,
1: well, he can't say, he, he can't
2: say him by name,
1: right? Because I think there's that one tweet where he's like, uh, one way to not have dinner with like an anti-Semite is to not invite a known anti-Semite or whatever. where he's like saying like, one way to not have dinner with Nick Fuentes is to not invite Kanye, who at that point we knew was being very anti-Semitic. But he didn't right. say Trump. He still can't quite do that. And again, yeah, it's a similar like that Tim Pool thing of like you're saying this and saying this and saying this, encouraging this and allowing this. And then, oh, now they're suddenly saying Nazi stuff. No, they're not suddenly
3: saying it. It's just now they're suddenly explicitly saying it. And Trump's Trump released two statements defending himself um, <clears throat> for this dinner. <sighs> And the first one's just like, well, he didn't say anything anti-Semitic to me. And he's always been nice. Why would I say no? But the second one (laughs) kind of thing is that to say, Uh,
1: why would he say anything like you're not
3: you're okay, whatever. But the second statement really is revealing about like how little Trump cares about these ideological arguments because he said. Well, well. first he says, so I help a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black. Yay, oh God. Uh, Kanye oh God. West. I don't know why he said that, but then his reasoning yeah, is, you
1: do. Who, has been,
3: <laughs> who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else, and who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago so I can give him very much needed advice.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Any the, of the stuff that uh, Kanye's been saying doesn't really matter. The fact that, he has been decimated in his business and like the, the left is canceling him mm-hmm. and costing him money is like clearly the most important aspect of this to Trump. And he's just like, can't help but reveal himself.
4: Yeah, yeah the, the wokes
1: are unfairly attacking yay, whom I love, who happens to be black. <laughs> God, it's just a, and I a don't funny... know.
0: I've never actually heard him say the things that I've seen him say. Mm. And
3: I believe Trump refers to Milo here. He goes, he shows up with three people. Yay, shows up with three people, two of which I don't know. The other, a political person who I haven't seen in years. Is that
1: Milo? <laughs> that's yeah. Milo. I didn't yeah. know. Oh, my God. That's... All of a
0: sudden, I got in my head like, oh, was he not there? No, he was. Mm-hmm.
2: That's very interesting. I can't remember, but that is a political person I haven't seen in years. That's a really funny way to describe Milo. That's really that's funny. That's he's talking about. What a weird, funny insult. Like, that's like. So. Well, well, it's also just uh. a funny reminder of just how solipsistic Trump is. Like, it only like, uh, you know, if uh, Kanye says an uh, anti-Semitic thing in the woods, did it really happen? It only happened mm-hmm. and no one hears it. You know, it's only if Trump yeah. hears it directly from him that it even exists. You know yeah, if maybe? he says
1: it on Tim Pool's uh, podcast, but I don't listen to Tim Pool's podcast, then did it really happen to anybody? Right, that's absurd. I, I do. I have to mention that it's uh, on the Tim Pool show when or Timcast, whatever the name of his band and his podcast. Uh, he, when Kanye left early on, he like, Tim came back and like, was complaining about how Kanye was doing like woke BS,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: which is just an incredible thing
1: to say in response to
2: that.
0: They're a mess, a chaotic mess. Yeah, they're a well, mess. Well, it's
2: just that, that whole confusion about identity politics or something, right. you know what yeah. I mean?
0: I think that we should pivot to something else. to talk I about
2: agree with you completely. With
0: our precious time and brains
2: mm-hmm.
0: life. Let's talk about uh, the rail strike and the illegal rail strike, the illegal rail strike.
2: That's going to ruin our economy. Yeah. You mean like the point of strikes to like
1: use the ruining of the economy as leverage to get more power in
3: negotiations?
0: Also, Jonathan, give us some stuff give us some facts here i'll give you the
3: basic details so the senate voted 80 to 15 today to force the rail workers to accept um a previous deal that a bunch of the rail unions agreed to but ford did not um because it did not include seven days of paid sick leave there was also an amendment that was voted on that failed to like force them to do a deal that would have included the sick leave that one didn't have the 60 votes to pass the filibuster so they're basically yeah, voting to make a strike a week from now illegal and saying that the unions have to accept this previous deal. You know who
1: made it's pretty strikes up. illegal? Hitler.
0: Oh, okay.
1: All right, we, we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's
3: it's uh it's upset, and the this is all being framed as like ah, Biden and Congress helped. They averted the strike success i've seen so no,
4: they, many like
1: occupied democrats and like de-
3: oh yeah, tweets.
1: like what are you talking about yeah bipartisan agreement that they the strike them. is illegal like what the
3: fuck are you celebrating biden was like well i still want to work on this paid leave thing but we'll work on it later and it's like well once you've taken away Yo, the only did? leverage they have to, it's not like, going to sp-
0: happen. Yeah.
3: Why would th- oh suddenly the rail companies are going to be like, "Well, now we'll give it to you." I don't get right. it.
0: It's like protecting the economy, doing the what I, I, we just surprised everybody in the midterms. And a big part of that was, you know, going hard and showing people, well, I mean a lot of it was abortion. But like you can stand strong and we had a surprising win and we're fresh in off of that. This would be a time where you could say, yeah, we we've got some goodwill. We could throw our support behind this, you know. Or or we they could don't not.
1: actually want to do this because right. of who they are and what they're trying to protect and what the parties want, and they know that. Well, we won the midterms, so we don't have to pretend right now. We can do this, and when there there's another is. election, we it'll be long enough away that people will probably forget. Maybe we can like do a. Maybe we'll do a quick good thing right before that election, or maybe our opponents will do a quick bad thing before the election. But because they won three weeks ago, they don't have to care right now. Um, They can do what they're in place to do, which is to protect the bosses and the economy in place of
2: uh, workers' uh, needs and rights. Yeah, one of the... The thing about the framing of that whole this whole discussion has been one of the most frustrating things because the way the media and sort of Biden too have been framing it is that like the rail workers are holding the you know, could ruin the economy um by holding, you know, this host this mm-hmm. situation hostage in order to get what they want. But you could also frame it as these bosses who are making bazillions of dollars aren't willing to just give paid sick leave to their Mm -hmm. workers who are the people that make this whole thing run and are holding the economy hostage so that they can eke out just as a little bit more profit and and it's also just so it's like covid never existed like the idea of paid sick leave is that like you don't want people coming to work sick Mm -hmm. And yeah. the idea that they have to use their vacation time to use it. It's gross. We just had this. Like, don't we understand the importance of this by now after what we just went through as a mm. world? Well, we didn't learn that healthcare shouldn't be tied to employment. So, <laughs> not going to learn anything else.
0: But that's what I mean by this being the right time to make a stand and make that case, to be reiterating that, to be hammering it home. But of course, Cody, you are correct as to what is happening. You have to want to stand for
1: that and actually stand for it in order to do it, you know? Um, And it's just very much like a, well, you're telling us who you are right now.
0: When people should tell you who they are, believe mm, them. That's dating advice for you. And life advice. Political
2: and dating advice. advice. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm.
2: But it's also, this is like very much squarely on Biden because it's his administration that negotiated this deal back in September. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They... They were the people leading this charge. Um, It's also a good—I don't know what the final vote on the paid sick leave was in the Senate, but it is also just a reminder of how ridiculous it is that you need 60 votes to do this kind of thing.
3: It was 52-43. Right. Six Republicans voted for it, not enough to get to 60, and then uh, several Democrats voted against the one that ended up passing, including Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, John Hickenlooper.
2: Nick and Looper and Kirsten Gillibrand. Merkley. Yeah, so it would have passed. That's pa- an interesting it would, bunch. It would have passed if mm-hmm. they would have gotten the sit. If the filibuster didn't exist, they could have forced that right. through with a majority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe Manchin, the
3: only Democrat to vote against extra sick leave. Classic. <laughs> when people tell you who they are. Yeah, they, they are, I believe, believe them. believe them. Um, yeah, it's really frustrating, um,
1: and just like a lot of the performative sort of like, I su- we support our workers and strikes,
2: but uh, there's always a but. Think of, also think about this industry. It's a, it's an industry that is has can only really exist based on the, I would say probably centuries or at least a century over a century of like public investment in the Mm -hmm. infrastructure needed for this. Like, I I want to know where my check is from the rail industry for, like, the contributions the people have made for this type of industry to even exist, let alone the fact that by acknowledging that the whole thing would shut down if the workers go on strike, you're acknowledging that the only reason that this this works is because it's the workers who are doing it, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And there just needs to be more value given to that and Biden had a chance to to fight for that and yeah
1: didn't. and to, and to to like really prove that like what he says which is like I'm a, not not only am I a union guy but I'm also a trained guy
4: yeah those are the yeah. two things
1: about it right <laughs> those are the two uh, that things he, that he uh, loves to talk about and this was a uh, home run possibly but he bunted and struck out so yeah it's very uh i mean it's not I'll say disappointing, but that implies that I'm also surprised, which I'm not, but it is disappointing.
0: All right. What's next? We got time for Jonathan.
3: So let's talk real quick at the end here uh, about the very short lived feud between Elon Musk and Apple. Um, The basics are that earlier this week, Elon Musk uh, accused Apple of threatening to remove Twitter from the App Store, which it would probably be legitimate for them to do because of all the hate speech. Uh, He then claimed that Apple had almost entirely stopped advertising on Twitter, which was not true. Apple's one of the (laughs) brands that increased its ad spend since Elon took over. Um, And then he started criticizing the 30% cut. The secret 30% cut. Yes. Well, he called it a secret 30% tax. Yeah. Not a tax, not a secret. Real quick, Apple charges, like, they take a 30% cut if you have an app. And you, your app makes over a million in revenue a year, and you sell stuff through that app. There have been many lawsuits about this. Epic Games, Spotify's upset about this. Facebook's upset about this. This has been going on for years. Elon it was pretended
1: <laughs> publicly announced uh, so, in like 2008 on stage yeah. at the big, the big fucking thing they do. So, all the like.
0: Do you think that he
1: was is a liar,
0: la- a liar, or was lazy, <laughs> or just really forgot? Like, I, I'm so I think-
3: I think he'd heard about it, like when it was going on, forgot about it, and then he was calculating, you know, uh, in his calculator how much he would be making from the $8 Twitter subscriptions. And then someone was like, well, after we give Apple 30%, and he was like, wait, what? Like, I think maybe, he legitimately. Maybe, it's not maybe Andy <laughs> no set him a
1: DM. Right, like, yeah,
3: our emails John
1: about like, it. Oh, you know this. God. <laughs> It's so, the so whole embarrassing. Thing he's a real good. At, he's although um, he's
0: clearly really good at business,
1: but he's a he's all he's also it's so a it, genius. He's a genius. Mm. Um, it's really frustrating what an obvious liar he is and how often he does it, and um, it doesn't even like try to like pretend like he's not like the uh, he's like yeah they they threatened to pull, to pull Twitter and then the next day he's like no they didn't.
3: Yeah, so So yeah, yesterday he tweeted a photo from like Apple HQ, and then tweeted, "Good conversation, uh, apparently with uh, Tim Apple, aka Tim (laughs) Cook.
0: Good conversation,
3: (laughs) among other things. We resolved the misunderstanding about Twitter potentially being removed from the App Store. Tim was clear that Apple never considered doing so.
1: Then why did you say they threatened to do it? Like, there's no misunderstanding there, unless there's a statement from Tim Apple." saying it and then he went back on it but if that were true elon would publish it or say that because that's what he likes to do
2: uh it's such he's making it such a huge hassle to be an advertiser on twitter where you're like i mean other people must be like do i like am i gonna have like elon musk just talking shit on me on mm -hmm. twitter if i you know like why that's also personally very... calling them
1: uh, now, apparently he'll like call and yell at, at advertisers for not advertising enough. And some, some advertisers are like, we'll do the bare minimum. So Elon doesn't call us. He's just a weird line bully. bully. It's, uh, it's just, he's just always a liar. And like, he has this group of fans who like believe every word he says, no matter what. And then when it comes out that he is a liar, they have all these little, things they do in their brains to make it to well, I mean, make it it's okay. It's the same
0: thing that we see with uh maga people. You know, it it's is, the same but lo-
1: yeah. loops
0: jumps ho- loops and hoops jumping through. But it's
1: even more it's like even more obvious with Elon in a way and like also the his fans are supposed to be like smart? <laughs> Right, right. Like they're like, there's this like we're tech guys and we know we're like objective truth and all this stuff. And it's like, well, no, you just fucking believe whatever he says.
2: Do you think they're just in too deep at this point that they can't cut themselves loose? Like they, they're fan, like their a cult? feelings. That's, that's yeah, they're just so it. into it that they like. It must be some three, four dimensional chess that he's playing here or something. I
1: have seen some people like start to fade in terms of that like I every once in a while I'll just see like Elon I'm a fan of you but this is this this, and this and this and like some people I think are realizing this because like it's his fault for wanting to talk every day right uh like Jack was like I'm gonna tweet like once a month about uh like my chakras or whatever Whereas Elon needs the attention and he needs to be liked and he needs to be a fucking liar every day, apparently. And so cool. all these actions, because they're so public, because he's a PR guy, he's good. that that's, that's what his skill is. That's what he's smart at. Um, I'm pretty sure he doesn't even have a physics degree. It's been he discussed. He lied, lied about that too. Um, but he's good at PR and marketing himself as what all these freaks seem to think he is. But I have seen because he is so... Front facing now, people sort of start to
2: see like I don't know about this guy. Going to
0: be his downfall here, where you say, "Well,
2: yeah." I mean, it's also you know beyond his super fans. It's also the general public. Like he had sort of like there was just a understanding among people who didn't really pay that close attention that like, oh yeah, Elon Musk. He's like Tony Stark. He invented electric cars. He's a brilliant guy. And now just the sort of lay person is like, oh, I didn't know that Elon Musk was a total loser. Mm. And exactly. Is, you, you know, he's ruining. I think people are like looking at their Teslas and being like, now my Tesla like represents is mm. Elonness," you and know? is like jerkily stopping on the highway and oh, yeah, steering wheels coming
1: off.
0: But- I, I saw one in my old neighborhood had a, there was a dog in a car. And I was walking by, there's no driver. The car just starts driving.
1: God.
0: Um, but I do know several people with Teslas that are like pretty, pretty sore about it. Yeah. And I'm like, lay off. I know. <laughs> you know, like well, yeah, yeah. he could
3: have he could have avoided all this. He could have either stayed Tony Stark or just been the guy who was never able to deliver on the hyperloop or whatever, but right. it's still like a rich visionary and all this stuff. But no, he had to just become yeah. a villain. And, like, uh,
1: and it's not, yeah, it's not even just, like, his behavior is necessarily more villainous now. It's just, yeah, more obvious, right? Like, uh, and, like, his didn't, doesn't have a physics degree. Just, like, all these sort of lies slowly um, being revealed. And he doesn't
3: have anything else because he's still doing the like, oh, yeah, in six months, we're implanting a chip into the human's brain. It's like your six month trick doesn't work on us anymore. It doesn't work anymore. away from
0: me, too, with your chips. Also, part of
3: that trick is it's six months
1: away, pending FDA approval. Right. He says that because he knows he's not going to get it and they're not they're not ready. So if he puts in this sort of like six months away, pending FDA approval, he can... Prolong that as much as he he can delay it as much as he wants yeah. and to say, oh, the FDA and all these regulations are stalling us. It's Like, no, 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 it's because it's not ready. Because you are not going to put the chip in your brain because it will <laughs> throw up until you die. Like it... <laughs> it's his version
3: of there's an audit on my taxes and I'll release my taxes. Yeah, exactly. It's yes, exactly. It's
1: the same thing.
2: It's also funny because there's all sorts of similarities that I see more and more between Trump and Elon, because Elon's this billionaire that in his heart of hearts really just wants to be an influencer. And Mm -hmm. Trump was sort of the same way. I mean, I know Cody, you have downloaded Trump's entire (laughs) vlog. Yeah. He wanted to be a
1: vlogger. Yeah. That was his dream. He wanted to talk about dark Knight returns and stuff. Like
0: they are very similar. How they use social media is very similar. How do they manipulate people? Um, How they stay successful or on the mind. It's extremely similar. We've been, it's,
1: yeah. It's very similar. Uh, it's just also Elon happens to be a terrible poster and yeah. Trump was actually good at it.
0: Well, well, but he was bad at it, but difference. in a good way. Oh
2: yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you know
0: it, I mean, it's... haters
2: and losers, every, uh, fucking, or I uh, think beautiful. maybe he, yeah. rather he was good at it, but in a bad way.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's perfect. We found it. We got that yeah.
2: bad guy. Great poster
1: um, about <laughs> bad stuff. And we, we can be done talking about this guy, uh, for now not next week or the week after we will have a longer video about him uh in Soon. in the beginning of the year yeah um about all this all this stuff but i do think we need to mention just one of his main lies about the boring company
4: yeah
1: and this uh this con uh, and it's so it's so frustrating because for years everyone would share like a lyle landley a monorail photo in response to him talking about this boring company uh, <laughs> project of his, saying it's monorail shit. It's a lie. It's a grift. He's doing fraud stuff. He's a liar. Um, and it turns out that was true. He would go to these towns and like like they would pitch this this magical dream of tunnels, um, and then it would never happen. Um, literally named one of the uh, one of the boring machines. Good. Uh, <laughs> Godot, as in waiting for Godot, who never shows up. It never happened. Uh, It's so gross. He did it just to undermine the idea of like public transportation for people Um, because he hates it. He thinks it's gross. He doesn't like people. He he thinks people are gross.
0: It's hard. I feel like everybody here has been sounding this trumpet for years and uh, it's hard to be right. Sometimes we are like, yeah, guys, we've been saying this. We've been saying this. That's correct. That monorail. P- yeah, it's fucking obvious. Mm-hmm. It's obvious. It's been obvious.
1: It's been obvious. Also, in relation to the boring company, I'm going to harp on this till the end of time. In 2018, he responded to one of my tweets about affordable housing and like the importance of affordable housing and like what can you, you're a billionaire. What are you going to do for affordable housing? And his answer was, I'm going to sell the leftover dirt from the boring company as bricks and that's yeah. going to solve this affordable housing crisis um and every every website with like tesla in the name tesla news we're like oh look he's solving affordable housing he's going to sell these bricks that never fucking happened even that even like yeah. the, the stupidest fucking idea the bare minimum i'm going to sell dirt to people he didn't even we, do that
0: there's a whole th- there's so much we got to wrap this up yeah, but there I is a I whole just, there, there's a whole thread from at Joshua P Hill collecting so many instances of what he said versus what he mm-hmm. did, and even that isn't comprehensive. There's people chiming in with others, so, yeah, so you much. can check it's... that out. But for now, we're going to wrap things up. Will, <laughs> you've been a, a delight, as I knew you would be. By the way,
2: thank you. Can I just say one thing about yeah, um yeah. to our to our Patreon community? Um, we put a a post a few weeks ago asking people to chime in with their thoughts on the phenomenon of the fact that being poor is ex- can be very expensive. I'm working on a script on that topic, and I just want to thank everyone who wrote in with their ideas. I've read all of them, and um, anyway, it was it, it's very much appreciated uh, for all of y- you to share that, and I appreciate the community we've built
0: yeah hey thank you that's such a good plug
2: so much for saying that
1: and yeah. the people for responding but mostly yeah. you for saying it i well, agree with you. you
0: both so very much oh. and um yeah my heart warmed a little as you were saying that because i was like yeah. that's a nice thing for will to say and also man we're so lucky yeah i know i sounded sarcastic be navigating this up, awful but thing <laughs> with such awesome uh, people and community um, and that was such a good idea, also, I think. Mm-hmm. Go to them to in include the that question. Yeah. Okay, that's it. We're oh, done. Oh, we, yeah. We're out of here. Oh, yeah. We do. I'm just going to say that we oh, love no. you yeah. Very, yeah. Much.
1: <sighs> yeah. Musk. very much. Yeah. Must. Very much. Oh, gross. Disgusting. Sorry, much. I meant much. End of show. Okay.